0: What about my
1: sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat
2: equity.
0: My, my sweat equity. equity. What about my sweat equity? Ooh. All right. Now, now we're go- now we're going. Rob Cressy, uh, robcressy.com, Cressy Media, Bacon Sports. I'm doing these off the dome. Did I get them right? You got them right. You got a bunch of brands going on. I don't know how you juggle everything. Uh, But I saw you send an email out, and even if it wasn't personalized email, even if it was a legit personalized email, I don't care. You're, You're hustling, and I appreciate it. And I saw you're making big moves, and I said, why don't you just come back on the show and talk about it?
1: Well, thank you very much. And it was one part personalized and one part templatized. So to give you some inside scoop, I personalized it because when you and I first met, we were brothers from another mother. I had the long hair. We both had comedy backgrounds. We both love sports. We both love creating. So I knew you being a marketer, you being a perceptive person, if I sent the same email that I sent to a large majority of people then you would see right through it. So I made it a point to say, law, my brother from another mother, because I had to think about that. And the rest of it was actually thought out about what I was going to say. I wanted to be concise, but there was an element of, I just got to let you know what this is so that we can jam about whatever it is that this is. Yeah. So what is it? No, I know.
0: And I appreciate the the quasi automation, quasi specialization. How about that?
2: He definitely would have called you out. <laughs> it absolutely. I have a weird like a autistic digital I'm detective. The,
0: I'm on the spectrum with like certain things not everything uh, it doesn't carry throughout my whole life but when you get into doing all the services of like email and you know you kind of get all the tricks and stuff I like to give people shit when they don't when they don't um, just, it just almost as a way to say hey in a different kind of way just to go hey like my friend Corinne sent one to me the other day that had my name in the title I was like this will always make me open it yeah, no. because she just did the whatever the code is to put the first name in there. Well, so you played play, no, when you do like Mailchimp or any of those, you can put in their first name. It's usually like some kind of code that oh, they'll, they'll do like in it populates for Populates it, right? I right, gotcha. and it'll populate the first name if you have it.
1: So here's actually the formula that you can use for this. So think of it as intro, body, outro. You have the ability if you wanted to be smart about this to personalize the intro, personalize the outro, and use the same body that gets the meat of the message across right there. Because I know for you, Law, I could always be like, yo, let's jam. I want to hear what's going on in your world with comedy or Eric. Hey, what's going on with your personal development? Stuff like that. Just these small little sprinkles that save you the time from having to write the same thing over and over again. Just let the meat be the meat. Boom. Personalize the top and bottom. Well, I did think about you. Uh, yeah, we, we did this recently
0: trying to make a, um, a video, uh, something we were doing for work on a, pro- on a producer's level. Here's a template. Here's something. If we can template anything that's creative, template it.
2: Are you going to barf? Don't, what are you drinking? Dude, don't, God.
0: What? I'm drinking the bubbly water. You're making me
2: grossed out. wait,
0: like, I'm, what, I'm you're trying to hold up in, in your mouth I'm the whole time to, you're talking? I'm not on all uh. cylinders. I got my vasectomy yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Rob, you want to hear about it? Do
1: I? <laughs> when, when I came on, I was like, you know what I think we're going to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> my balls?
0: Nutsacks. Well, the dude makes a lot of puns. The doctor we both saw, we share a doctor. We're Esk- <laughs> Eskimo brothers in that respect. Yeah. Uh, Eric got his done about two years ago and then uh, I finally got around to getting mine done. What is it, two? No, not that long ago. Really?
2: I don't know. doesn't matter. I
0: thought it was definitely... Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. A year and a half ago, whatever.
2: I still haven't brought my sperm to see if it's clear of sperm. Smart, smart. It's shrewd.
0: (laughs) Good good idea.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I have a real big ask for you uh, (laughs) because you have to get it to them within 30 minutes. And the, the office is just outside 30 minutes. So, your you house can't. Can I oh, jerk off at your house? Man, yes. I'll go outside fine. in the pool area and do it sure, like a I'm fiend. And, uh, but I want to make sure I get it there. I don't want to have a situation like Forget Paris if anybody's seen that movie. It's a great
2: movie. There's a sperm delivery scene. There's, there. a, whole,
0: there's a whole meat of the movie Good. about it him and Deborah Winger. All right, yeah, Billy put it Crystal. on the calendar, I
2: guess. Law jerks off at my house so that he can make sure he doesn't have more kids. Great. In 12 weeks, yeah. 12 weeks. Yeah, hopefully Throw your kids won't
0: there. be there when I do that. That would be weird. Uh, it'll have to be during the day at some point. Yes, you know, When please. everybody's gone. Yes. I just need a key to your house, and uh, I'll make sure the dog doesn't see anything. Mm. You're a good friend. I didn't, I didn't think you'd say yes. Why, right? why not? I don't know. I wouldn't want anybody to jerk off at my house. Oh, sorry. Well, Maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm a prude. Maybe I should think a little bit. Of that are you, uh, Rob? You haven't had kids yet. Are you thinking about I having? Not had to, kids yet. Are you thinking about having a few?
1: I would like to. Yes.
0: When you and in the Misses or down in Sarasota and you don't give me a ring, I do get a little bummed. I when I see you guys are so close yet so far, and we don't get a we don't get a holler, I get it's COVID nineteen era. But you know, you could fake like we're gonna meet up and then not. That's that's usually the L A way I'm used to.
2: That's a weird. Uh, you went from "Do you want to have kids?" and I'm upset that your wife does, and and you don't. I was just call thinking about him and in his town. I, I,
0: look, I'm now not, you're the last person
2: they'd call for. Kids. No,
0: no uh, I'm thinking about him and his his wife that are down in Sarasota often,
1: and it kind of crosses. You're jerking up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Now you're in it.
2: We're derailed here.
1: <laughs> so I'll let you in on this. It is not from a lack of intention. It is more a lack of convenience. So yeah, being down here. Staying in my in-laws place. It's awesome. I dig being down here, but we're about an hour away and I don't have a lot of everyday conveniences around me that makes me the most mobile person like I would be in Chicago on top of scheduling and insert whatever excuse that it is. <laughs> but I just I just knew in all of this, this is actually the greater opportunity for us to jam, even though I love the face-to-face side of things, sure. just Carving out that four hours is easier said than done.
0: Sure, I yeah. I figure there's there's gotta be a sports or or activity you want to. You went ice skating yesterday. Maybe you'd want to do that. What, okay. with Eric?
2: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you want to go ice skating too? That I guess.
0: So you Great you time. think about having kids? or y'all is that too personal? Not personal enough?
1: No, I mean. Welcome to the journey of an entrepreneur. You actually asked about the, the brand and the website that I'm creating, and there is an element of entrepreneurship and what your priorities are. Plus, I've lived in Chicago in the big city for the last 10 years, so it's a different lifestyle there on top of all of it. And it doesn't mean that we don't think about these things or that we wouldn't want to, but I'm a big There's a time and a place, and when you feel right on things, things are going to happen. So for me, I sort of put it out to the universe on when you're ready, when you're not ready. And then from there, you can only control what you can control, and that's something that I hope a lot of people learned in 2020 is don't worry about what you can't control, and there's only certain things I can't control in this process. So that's where my mind's going to be. That's the way you got to be. It's a real politician answer. I like it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <You> did not really <laughs> but, but, yeah, but you know what,
2: like lots of time, husband and wife they don't I know, you know they're I know. they're quote unquote trying to have kids here, for years and stuff, and here, it's like, well, when it happens, it happens here's what and I'll that's say to the, you got to look at it
0: the entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs out there, if you think about it like I do, you think about it in a time spectrum you're gonna have less time so it, but it also at the same time it gives you this weird oomph incentive to get to the next level, so all these things that you're kind of uh, you'll you'll start throwing away a bunch of stuff in your life that or you should at least that doesn't mean anything to you, right? You start looking at shit like fantasy football and you're like this, this, am I wasting a lot of my life doing this? Yeah. And things prioritized.
2: The losers say. Yeah. Playoff.
0: Well, I missed by a point 2, but ah, um, say there we get the truth. Well, it's pretty rough, okay? I'm pretty pissed. I but I mean stuff like I I would watch college and and pro all Saturday Sunday and then you're just like you know, it it's, it's not that important, you know. Like you, you, you prioritize what you really wanted to prioritize in the first place. I'm trying to put a, a, a good button on this. Okay.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. No, the you all hate day, your kids. I get it. the all day watching football. Yes, that's that's a bit much. Saturday and Sunday. That's yeah, that's a bad recipe.
0: But, right. You
2: know, fantasy football. But you, you can you, do that 15 minutes a week if you want.
0: You work in the work, uh, work smarter, not harder kind of philosophy in a lot of, in a lot of senses because. You're gonna be sleep deprived. You know it, and you have to just figure out shit ahead of time if you can. So
1: I don't know. So I I was trying to put it. That is actually why I prepare for what's difficult when it's easy. When I talked to you guys previously about doing 75 hard or waking up early or some of these other things that a lot of people may not prepare for something whether it's a baby or whether it's um, a new job or something else on the horizon when all of a sudden you get thrown to it and you're like, wow, every industry got thrown upside down. Sure. Wish I would have had some foresight to get comfortable being uncomfortable at that time. So for me, I like to think about the things that I can do right now when everything's puppy dogs and rainbows so that when that time comes, when you're sleep deprived, you're like, well, good thing I built that discipline muscle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good to, uh, I do think about a lot of the times where I go, well, I've done this. I can do this. A lot of the time I've done that before. That was really shitty. I can get through this. I'm pretty sure, you know, because you've been there at some point. So that adversity, that adversity memory, I guess, helps.
2: That might be the hardest part. Remembering it
0: so bad. You're pre-eliminating
1: excuses. Yeah.
0: So uh, I saw. I saw you've been in 2020. What have been some of the accomplishments you've you've gone through in a down year? I saw. Some stuff you had, like, uh, what would you call it, 75 hard, which sounds like you just wake up for 75 days with an erection. Am I right? Hey, oh, I don't have my sound
2: effects, Damn. but uh, boy or something. boy
0: yeah. Mm. Got to have some dick jokes in this podcast or else it's not a real podcast. Uh, that I mean, look, we cornered the market on business dick jokes,
1: yeah, right? I
2: mean, well, we opened the show with Number your one. so I mean.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, do you all want to hear more about that? Where I, I accidentally looked as he was doing stuff. That yeah, was,
2: I didn't tell him about how there's smoke that comes off your nuts from the cauterization and all. I didn't give him all the details. So that was
0: pretty horrifying. Yeah,
2: that was on purpose. I did not Or want it looks like frankincense
0: out. and myrrh. Yeah, it was being waved around. Yeah, a new pope has come in. All these things. <laughs> yeah, the cauterization like part, you're like, "Whew, okay."
2: And the smell. Good God.
0: A good thing. I've got this big schnoz. It's all stuffed up. Couldn't smell anything anyway.
2: Oh, yeah, there's no smell. <laughs> yeah. Never mind.
0: Except the ones I make up. As a, as I think about, it, I'm like, ooh, does it smell like iron in here? What's going on? <laughs> it's
2: just a stroke.
0: And then, he, but it, the thing about it afterward, and Rob, we're just letting you know. Because you might have this down the line, so you may want to know. You Prepare may be now curious. when
2: it's easy for when it's going to be I, hard. I'm, just, I'm
0: looking at him like I can't use this for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leverage this podcast episode worth anything. No, um, he, he makes you look at it like it's a dead fish. Like afterward, mm-hmm. he like hold it together.
2: Oh yeah, hold your it's scrotum. Like, yeah, he's like, here, sit up. Why don't you take a look at this for a second? I was like, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, you put my dick down first, please? <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I, it's like what, I'd
2: you know rather you want, not.
0: Right. <laughs> Can you just let... just So just cavalier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, He's like, no, no, no. You have to see this. There's not, there's not a lot of blood. Just one drop. One drop of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, they're
2: so proud of that. It's like, all right, I'm already in.
0: Uh, you got me. I already paid. I paid I know. up front. You don't... Eh,
2: yeah, worth the money, right? How little blood there is.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm wearing like a G-string, like a... Not a G string, what would you call it? A A jock jock strap strap that has a gauze texture to it. So there's little, it looks like I'm spotting. If I was a prepubescent girl going through it, right? right, There's like little dots everywhere. Are you going to barf, Rob? Let's
2: get his barf show? Do
0: you want me to show you? Do I? (laughs) (laughs) I, I? I assume this is what people go through with the hernia surgery and stuff.
2: Oh, uh, what? no. Because doesn't,
0: doesn't it hang right there in that same area?
2: Well, if you have hernia surgery, that's putting a hernia back in.
0: That's what I mean. Like, But but the incisions right there are like the surgeries right there, right?
2: Sure. I mean, that's any surgery if you get cut.
0: Oof. Yeah. You, so you think about getting one, Rob? Not at the present moment, no. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So let's pivot away from my, my sack that's healing up. Right. What? So I see you, you've you been throwing up some of the accomplishments you've had in 2020. I want to know what are those. And then I want to know what your big changes moving forward uh, or what goals you set. Because I've written down like a bunch of goals. I've been using the time from Thanksgiving to I'll use the end of the year to kind of write goals for 2021. Because uh, I don't want to do it all in one fell swoop. I want to think about it. I want to sit on them a little bit. Um, and so, so let me know what what did you do in 2020 that you felt like that worked or that's challenging or that is worth humble bragging about
1: and then what do you got in 2021 So for me I never thought we would get to a point in our lives where sports didn't exist with the pandemic. Ooh. It was so much of my business being around sports with making sports. I sat there and I said, "Holy crap, Batman, I have a blind spot in my business." And that blind spot is sports. Little did I know, you wake up one day and they're like, March Madness, you're out of here. All sports, you're out of here. So I sat back and I'm like, all right, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to make me. This is going to be the greatest time of my entire life in my business. So how in the world are you going to do that? So I actually looked at where I was weak. What are the flaws or the holes in my boat? And I realized two things. I needed to double down on structure and process, and I needed to double down on my own brand. So what I ended up doing was saying, all right, well, where's one of the holes? And I was like, consistent lead generation for what I do. And I realized I did more than just sports. I'm a storyteller. I'm a creator, but I'm also a brand builder, and I'm great with mindset and process. So I started to land more non-sports clients. It was upon that realization that I was like, I want to build a marketing automation funnel that can deliver leads to me in a way where I'm more in control of my process. So- If anyone knows about this, it takes a crap ton of time. I had to hire a coach because it's just a lot of things to do to build a marketing automation funnel. Can you write one email? Yes. Can you create one video? Yes. Can you create 30 of them and get them to weave together and trigger different things? I'm like, I need someone to guide me on all of this. Well, in the process of doing all of that, we got to the point where we said, we need a pillar destination that we'll call Rome. Where are we sending everyone? And previously, I've got baconsports.com, but I'm so much more than just sports, as I just identified. So, I needed a place to send people. So, say hello to robcressy.com. So, while working with the coach and building marketing automation in the background, I'm doubling down on my own brand and investing in building a website that I can use to help people grow and to become thought leaders and to have more impact in the world. So while everyone may see a shiny new website out there, what they don't realize is for the last nine months, I've been working on automating that in the background. Yeah. And the first thing that we were doing is automating that around podcasting and helping people and brands launch their podcast. And the next thing is going to be around mindset. And then the next thing is going to be around me as the, the speaker and the host. So for me, that's a repeatable structure. And it's crazy to say from someone who's been in business for eight years, it feels like I'm building a real business. And crazy that coincidentally, at the same time, my business started to pick up because I started to believe more in myself. Because when the rest of the world was slowing down and retracting and saying, woe is us, nothing good is happening. I'm like. Holy smokes, there is so much good that can be done if you invest in thinking forward and making it happen. So for me, I did that in 2020. What does 2021 look like? I am going to be blowing shit up. It is a rocket ship. And Law, you said something on our last podcast that I will never, ever forget. Ooh. And I actually wrote this down. Well, it's good or bad. <laughs> this is perfect because... One of the things you actually said, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or you promoting it was in three years, this guy is going to be the next Tony Robbins. Oh. And for someone like me, who, when you're an entrepreneur, you're dealing with belief and a roller coaster of revenue and emotions. And can you figure this stuff out? You guys get this. Mm-hmm. And for someone to see something in you that, you know, you have there. But there's an element of validation where immediately I was like, "Put that in my vault." Because if Law can see this for me, then I can do that and better. So why is the reason that people work with me, among other things, is the exact gift you gave me, Law? You saw vision in me, something more possible than I currently have right now. So in the building of RobCresty.com and my brand and the automation. I want to help people expand their vision and see things that are possible that they don't even recognize. Yeah. I think one thing
0: that I think as you've been growing, as we become fast friends, you know, kind of via podcast in a weird way, because we've never, I don't think we've actually ever hung out in person, but, um, really, I don't think so. That's no. Sure. Uh, but it, I've been to Chicago. I think I missed you a couple of times going up there a few times, but, um, you know, my headshots at Zany's in downtown, old town, no big deal. Wow. So i wanna throw that out there? <laughs> it's pretty good, pretty hard to get your headshot in there.
1: Mm-hmm. doing
0: comedy. But um what I was gonna say is uh I was definitely tongue in cheek with the comment, but what I think what uh what that really is just a uh a shortcut to telling you I can see you got conviction, and that's contagious in a good way. Like that kind of thing, why are pastors or, or preachers, or or rabbis, or anybody that is leading anybody, what is that thing that that is that intangible thing? And I think a lot of it is that conviction that bleeds through that you you really do believe what you're saying, and you've proven it too. You've been there. Um, I think that's what Tony Robbins. I, you know, we're I don't want to speak for Eric, but we definitely talk about motivations temporary. But if you really buy into the Tony Robbins system, I assume it is a system that is daily, and it is a lot of stuff like that, where it is getting you to level up, or whatever term that's thrown around a lot these days.
2: Rob kind of sounds like uh, Tony Robbins too; His voice is similar. You
0: need banana hands. But, but I yeah. like I like what you
2: said about the vault. It, that what he said went in the vault. That little positivity thing. It's like when you get down and. It's good to have those kind of go tos to remember, you know, what other people have have said, you know, about you to kind of validate, I guess, but
1: when you need it. Well, because that that's the thing, is we all need it. I don't care how good you are in law. I completely agree with you on the motivation thing. Because if you go to Robcrusty.com on the header, what does it actually say? Get inspired people will be like, oh, Rob, you're so motivational. I'm like, uh-uh. Nope, I am not a motivational person because for me, motivation is a given. I speak to the people who want more, who see possibilities, who see opportunities, who say, I want to be inspired by something so much that I take action, not I need Rob to get off my couch.
2: Yeah, yeah. they guess, have to have it within first.
0: Yeah, you. I think... uh it's, it's it's probably similar to building a brand anyway you're what do you do in a discovery meeting when you're sitting down with someone what do you guys do well well let's fucking let's milk that for all it's worth i mean that that's 101 as you come in as a consultant if anybody's listening that is trying to do some kind of consulting a lot of the time you'll get the answer written for you you don't have to do it out of whole cloth you just go hey what are you doing well let's milk the shit out of that and then then you can get into the brand building. Let's tell a story around that. Let's, let's talk about when you guys were down and how you, got a, how you solved that problem. But honestly, a lot of those intro meetings when you, you talk to any client was like, let's talk about what's killing it for you. I don't want to come in and change, change everything. I'm just going to be that inspiration or I'm going to be that catalyst to get you to remember, hey, you did it over here. You're already doing shit over here. You just need to do it better.
1: You know, stuff like that. Right. You're the real living vault of saying you're already doing the good stuff. Let me support you because we don't have enough people being cheerleaders or champions for others. So one of the declarations that I read every day is I'm a champion for everyone because I legitimately, when someone comes to me and says, Rob, I want to launch a podcast. I'm like, awesome. Tell me your vision. Tell me the very best thing you can imagine. And I had one guy say, Rob, I dream of speaking at a school where everyone there is there because they listen to my podcast. And I was like, "Ooh, I love that. You can do it because I've done that and I know how you can make it happen. And it is that simple belief that isn't there enough right now. So as we look at 2020, I think a lot of people lost their belief. So sometimes you need a nice word from law or Eric, or you need someone to join your team from the outside that says, well, wait a second, I'm vested in your interests. Let's go and make this happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I'm, what, what is this daily declaration you you just mentioned? Are you, are you, um, do you have written down mantras or beliefs that you're saying out loud every day kind of thing? So
1: In the last month, so here's something new for you guys. We've already talked about how I think about meditation and sort of reading and journaling and all of this different stuff, but I invested in a coaching program that has been game changing. It was called Being a Client Magnet. And it's something that I already read affirmations every day, but there was a subtle distinction. An affirmation, are you trying to convince yourself of something? Yeah, but instead, almost validate yourself. Right. But what if instead we call that a declaration? Because you could be like, I am great. Or you come in and you're like, I am great. Or boom, you're declaring this stuff. And what this program really is doing is actually saying, all right, Law and Eric, I want you to audit all the judgments and self-limiting beliefs that you have for yourself all the things that are holding you back. Let's get dirty. Let's get deep. Let's get ugly. And you're like, Ugh. you're like, all right, well, active. My
0: spur.
2: business is not Did it. Let uh, me do. Boom. We're done. <laughs> See you guys later. Yeah.
1: All right. Sorry. So <laughs> it's like my, my business isn't growing fast enough. So you sit there with that. And then you're like, all right, well, why would you intentionally say that to yourself? Why are you doing that judgment? So then the act is, Can you forgive yourself and see yourself in this innocence? Because none of us would consciously wake up in the morning and be like, Rob, feel like crap today because you're not growing fast enough. You're like, all right, cool. I forgive myself for this. So then you say, well, what is a powerful declaration that can live inside my being that when I wake up every single day, this declares who I am? So I'm like, all right, let me sit with this. Let me feel this. And I'm like, I am a revenue generating juggernaut. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. We got some power to this thing. So when previously we started with, I'm not growing fast enough. Now it's, I'm a revenue generating juggernaut. So now every morning as part of these declarations, I'm reading them like a boot sequence to a computer to start my being. I'm no longer affirming to myself. This is who I am. I'm a revenue generating juggernaut. And with this, there's an energy to this because previously, if it was like, well, Rob, why did you not grow fast enough? Because there was an energy in me, even if invisibly, that was saying, I am not growing fast enough. And there's some weakness that is being projected on others. So why don't you bill more? Oh, I don't know. Do they have the money? Are they the right clients? This little bitch voice is in here projecting my own judgments of myself onto them. So how are you ever going to land monster clients if you're always saying, oh, I'm in scarcity mode all the time? Boom. Let's flip that bad boy around. and be like, no, 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 no. We are assuming and we know we are crushing and we're a juggernaut. And it all comes back to, once again, this belief that we have in ourselves in this journey. And in order to be Muhammad Ali and be the greatest, you've got to first believe that you are the greatest. So now let's rinse and repeat for all the negative things that we have in our lives, turn those bad boys into powerful declarations. Then you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm ready to be Neo in the Matrix. What's my boot sequence?
2: Oh yeah, I'm doing that. So, New so, boot sequence. I'm writing it
0: down. Uh, Matrix Four coming out soon. Um, what? What do you say when people want to call this hogwash? Because you definitely, I, I, I'm gonna bet there's a let them tell, let them say it. It's, I'm gonna bet. No, like, I'm saying I'll, I'm. Th- I'm gonna bet there's a lot of people that want to poke thro- holes through this and with their own insecurities of what's going on. So. When someone calls you out as like uh, this being a little hogwashy, what do you say?
1: There would really be two answers to this. Um, Number one, I don't give a crap because I don't do this for you. So if if you don't believe in this, I'm all good because I'm a freaking revenue generating juggernaut. So if you're sitting over here being like, oh, let me poke holes in the guys who's going to be a multimillionaire, be my guest. No sweat off my back. But that's really what I think. But the other answer would be, Mm -hmm. all right. I would ask them and say, well, cool. Where is that judgment of me coming from for you? Because all they're doing, welcome to the media, is projecting something that they don't like about themselves onto you. And they're just not willing to sit with that so it's easier in law. I think you're gonna know this from a comedy perspective. People are going to be like, you suck as a comedian. Oh, yeah. But guess what? They've never done. Of- they have never gotten on stage and told a joke in front of an entire room of people before. I said so I,
0: "I said it the other night. I had to do a show where I had to have a five million Scoville hot, hot wing. I ate one bite and I could barely fucking talk. You have to do five minutes after that. And I was getting kind of pissed. And at one point, I was like, someone was like, tell a joke. I was like, you fucking write one original <laughs> to joke. To fuck you. Fuck None you. You write one original Fuckers. joke and then come up here. And there, he fucking was like. Ooh. Yeah, the
2: hecklers are always the ones that are, they think they're funny.
0: That was in between like
2: But barfing, not, They don't like, have the balls. But it was
0: like. Mm, you, you. Oh, yeah. Mm.
2: Robbie recorded, he recorded <laughs> it, but he only, the video all, was all that recorded and it's enough. The video alone is seeing real <laughs> it It's so good. I'm
0: tr- I turn bright red. My chest and face just get red. And my whole body went to... F- fucking flight mode. That's
2: the look of seriousness that I, that you get that I'm like, oh, I know he's actually,
0: that's good. People thought I was, I was playing it up and I was like, I had to take a knee. Nope. I saw
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's real.
0: Timeout. I'm going to use my first of three scheduled timeouts. And then I could get, I got just enough of a breath to call out the one guy who's talking shit to me. And then I was like, oh, this is a real fucking cool show. Real cool (laughs) show. Stand up's really fucking easy. And then let's make it, let's make it a lot goddamn harder and let's make it so the, you can't use the one goddamn tool you have in your tool right. belt is your fucking voice and yeah. then everyone's like I got a little bit of a laugh and I was like I'm out and then I just and
2: you unplugged the microphone you threw it in the street
0: oh man it was bad the guy after me puked immediately after. really oh everywhere like Dude, it's five million skull. I took one bite and my whole body's like Yeah, yeah that whole nope. measurement
2: system is all just like once oh. it gets past like ten thousand, it's all burning your your dick off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually talked to the vasectomy doctor about that today, making small talk. Well, wow. So I, <laughs> Law, I would hand. like you yesterday. I would
1: like you to throw this in a bit because I actually laughed from that story. So I actually think you doing that is actually the bit for your bit. Well, because if you reenacted this entire story for me where you drop down on a knee and you're like, I'm sitting here dying and you overdramatize, like I'm legitimately laughing right now. So if you can get that laugh out of me just telling the story, then you've got something. I
0: remember recently a line from, I think Pete Holmes used to say it, and he was borrowing it from someone else. But if you don't have an interesting life, you're not going to have an interesting act and if you're not going out of a limb and doing some stuff that's a little bit outside your comfort zone, then you're not really living, you know, it's very, especially nowadays, very easy to be comfortable inside and not do anything, right? You don't need to go anywhere. You can work from home. You don't have to try anything new. No one's going to push you to do it. And so in in that respect, I got asked to do that show, and it frightened me, and I go, okay, if this gives me chills because medium Medium hot wings were too spicy for me. Then I should fucking do it, and then just figure like either either you train for it and burn your tongue beforehand, and you don't feel anything, or you just do what I did, which is like the day of dread doing that show. Do it, and then uh, now you got a great story. Yeah, and I the, mean, the Rob's right.
2: It's probably is a whole. Bit, I wrote down like a bunch of shit bit.
0: from the vasectomy yesterday because it was just so weird, and it's such an unknown, and it's such a thing no one talks about on stage that I was like there's gonna and oh look, I
2: got notes for you too. I know
0: but I mean there's like putting on this stupid diaper fucking strap thing to like the guy
2: yeah take tra- that thing off see how stupid it is trying
0: to make puns
2: Lose that support. during it
0: and I'm like buddy I'm a comic you don't need to do that he goes yeah well it's pretty nuts out there and I'm like you just you double down you. on it dude like how many guys laugh at this and their dick goes up and down and you can't he's like, <laughs> he's like I can get a moving target pretty good and I was like fuck this guy's got shit for everything yeah. And it's he a funny had, visual. To and be. somebody ge- laughing. At I know. like, like he's,
2: Flapping and, hard though. And he's like, so
0: he's genteel. Like, like, right. like, he's just like a Mr. Rogers of, of yeah. cutting fucking scrotums. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? <laughs> <He's just laughs> he might as well have had a fucking cardigan on. This is like how, like it might as well have been uh, slippers in a cardigan mm. and just like, Ooh, let me just fix that little tear for you. Yeah, I know. And then he holds your dick. Like it's a dead fish at the yep. end. Uh, Mm-hmm. Rob, we could talk to you for a while, but we got to keep these short because we found out 33, 34 minutes is our prime spot. Where can people go? I see the Steelers branding. I, I appreciate that. I know you did that as a Steelers fan, didn't you, on
1: robcressy.com? Uh, that is just yeah. um, subconscious. subconscious that black and white and black and gold worked well. But if you want to jam with me, go to robcressy.com. Uh, I actually have a link there for a jam session. If you're someone who says, hey, I've got a vision and I want to explore possibilities with someone who can be a champion for me and all that I do, hit me up, robcresty.com or at on all social media platforms. Uh, I really want to help a lot of people. One of my goals is to help a million people. And I know that I'm a big believer in karma. So by giving back to others, good things are going to come back to me. Hey, man, we yeah. believe in the crunchy granola power of that. And uh, you,
0: you get what you give out a lot of the time. Sometimes it happens first. So. I appreciate you coming on. RobCressey.com. R-O-B-C-R-E-S-S-Y.com.
1: Uh, hit him up and jam slash so with
0: We'll talk to you later, man.
1: Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys.